Grand rising, grand rising. Peace, power, and prosperity family. Y'all already know what time it is. It's the Bitcoin block. But they coming to you once again with the early rising crypto update. And in this crypto update, I'm going to be posing a question. Well, rather, the article that I'm reading from is posing a very um, interesting question. And it is, what if you meant money? Not the Federal Reserve. Is this the future? And it is um, actually a question that was posed by a, I believe his name is pronounced Samyak Jane, who is the creator, if I'm not mistaken, and co-founder of the Instadap banking protocol that is live right now on the Web3 decentralized internet. Um, very interesting question when we look at and think about what money is, you know, how it functions in society, who creates it, who owns it, you know. Um, so we're going to get into this individual's article and look at their view and see what they have come up with as far as the question that they posed and how we can relate to it or what our own thoughts are. Um, it goes on to state, over the years, money has revolutionized from the barter system to gold and silver coins to paper notes to currencies which we use today. Everything looks fine now. A proper government, proper money creation, online transactions, right? Or is it? Interesting. How do we feel about our current monetary system and the banking system which evolves around it? Or evolved within it, maybe? Hmm. The article goes on to state, Every step of money conversion leads to more efficient, easy to use, and less corruptive form of money. So, what are the problems we have in today's money? To answer that question, let's get to, how is the money being made today? We'll take the example of USD, which is United States dollars, here, and how Federal Reserve creates it. So, till the 15th of August, 1971, listen to this now, August 15th, 1971, United States dollars were backed by gold. So, when Federal Reserve creates USD, they've to deposit more gold as the collateral. So, it's a collateralized loan, in a sense, or a certificate of the asset that is backing the note that you're using for the transaction. After President Nixon announced USD won't be backed by anything anymore. Excuse me. After that, President Nixon announced USD wouldn't be backed by anything anymore. This gave the Federal Reserve power to mint and burn USD whenever they want, according to the economy. But where does the money get its value? And I want to go back and um, actually touch on something that we don't think about for those that are in the crypto space and have heard of and experienced any time where they do a burn of the previous tokens, such as with the Binance tokens, with PundX's and PXS tokens. Um, the U.S., the federal government, the United States does the exact same thing. Um, in fact, interesting movie to give a shout out and for you to pay attention to the underlying message in it is the Den of Thieves movie with... Um, 50 Cent and Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson, I believe his name is. 
Watch that movie. They dropped some jewels in that movie. Um, anyways, to get on with the story, it says that this gave the Federal Reserve power to mint and burn USD whenever they want, according to the economy. But where does the money get its value? It's not backed by anything. Confusing, huh? For a detailed understanding of how Federal Reserve creates and burns USD, they do have an article available. In fact, let me see where this takes us to. What I'm doing now is hitting the link to see where this independent... Let me see. Ah. And it says that... Oops, page not found. So, it's not allowing us to see the page that that was supposed to take us to. But, getting on with the story. So, how the RBI, or the Reserve Bank of India, creates INR. Previously, just like how USD was backed by gold, the INR is backed by USD. Wow. So, whenever RBI creates INR, they have to keep the equivalent value of USD as collateral. Normal people, in fact, let me read the headline. Though the process of creating money today is comparatively better than other alternatives, but with some new problems. Let's discuss that. Normal people don't know the supply of total USD or any currency. Even the Federal Reserve doesn't know the total supply. They just assume. This whole process is not transparent to a sufficient level. When the money is created, where do they transfer it, when do they burn it, etc. Only the government has access to decide the whole economy of the country. People don't have a say in it. It looks like a normal problem, but this thing affects the whole economy of the country. You don't know if a large portion of it is going into corruption. In 10 years, the INR went from 50 per USD to 70 per USD. Wow. Now, what if you can create the money and not the government? But how and what are the advantages? And just to, before we get into that next article, just to piggyback, basically they're saying that the conversion of INRs per USD 10 years ago was you were able to give up 50 INR and you were able to get one United States dollar. Now, 10 years later, you have to come up with 20 more of those notes to still come up with that same one USD. That means the value of their dollar is dropping because you have to spend more to grab the same item that you previously once were able to obtain. Now, I'm going to give you a United States outlook and version on that same story. But in this example, I'm going to use a simple bag of potato chips within the U.S. that we'll say in, not, what is it, 2019? We'll say 1996, even 99. We'll do 99, if I'm not mistaken. You were able to grab one bag of potato chips, small as it was, for 25 cents. Four for one USD. As the time went on, the pricing of those chips, or the value of the dollar, whichever one you uh, want to uh, tend to look at, increased to whereas, or decreased. You now needed that same USD to get three bags of chips, right? Then it went to one USD for two bags of chips. Now, it is about one US dollar and maybe 35 to 50 cents to get those two, same two bags of chips. 
and now it is ranging from anywhere of 79 or 80 cents, 0 0.80 USD to 1 USD for that one bag of chips. So now they went from 50 INR per 1 USD to 70 INR per 1 USD. We went from 1 USD to 4 bags of potato chips to now 1 USD to maybe 1 bag of potato chips. So I hope that makes sense. Um, now remember, the Federal Reserve used to keep gold as collateral to create USD, meaning in order for us to create this financial instrument that you can transact with, there has to be an amount of collateral actually backing that financial instrument, giving it the intrinsic value that it has to transact, right? What if you can keep your gold or any asset as collateral to create currency? Meaning, what if you could hold the gold and create the currency that was backed by the collateral that you have? Just like you do at the time of taking a loan. You deposit your asset and get a loan from the bank in the normal currency, right? Meaning that when you go get a loan from a bank, payday loan, title loan, um, and you give up something of value, we'll say the title to your vehicle or the deed to your house, what you're giving them is something of value and that they will able to be hold as collateral in the event that you are not able to hold up to your side of the obligation. They have something of value that they will be able to get back plus interest the amount of loan or debt that they issued you. In the United States, they issue that debt in United States dollars, i.e. cash, or cash, i.e. United States dollars, fiat. Um, so when you give them something of value, they're issuing, issuing you dollars based on the collateral that backed that loan or dollars or uh, check, whatever the case may be. They're giving you access to finance or funding. Um, now with this, there's no bank and you'll create money, not so much out of thin air, but by the collateral that you're going to be backing it by. What if I say that you can do this at the end of this article? And remember, this is Samyak James article who is, once again, the creator and, I believe, co-founder of the Instadat Banking Protocol. Not the creator so much of the protocol that they created it on top of, being the MakerDAO protocol, which allows for CDPs to be created, i.e., meaning the collateralization of Ethereum and the issuing of debt in this sense and in this day and age, DAI dollars, or DAI, which are stable, um, known as stable coins, Whereas the value of it is pegged to the U.S. dollar. So, um, how will anyone be able to create money without the involvement of the Federal Reserve itself? Beware. The further content would be bit, is a bit complex. I'll try to be as simple as possible, but I think creating money should be simple, right? And I'll give up my own commentary based off the information that he um, gives. Um, have you heard of blockchain? Nope. Bitcoin? Nope. Then, I'm, then I prefer getting basic knowledge about blockchain by basic Google search and by reading this article. And they got another article. Let's see what this takes us to. Is this another Medium page? Um, Hacker Noon. What the F is the blockchain? Let's see. Okay. So he's got some nice references in here if the, if the references are uh, working. The blockchain is the underlying technology of Bitcoin, which those that are listening in should know by now that Bitcoin is just a protocol that runs on top of a technology, that technology being the blockchain, which is what all the cryptocurrencies run on top of. They are not one and the same, though they work in conjunction. 
Bitcoin is a small use case of the blockchain. To be precise, it's pretty much, <laughs> I don't know what the little um, emoji sign is supposed to mean. Um, ah, okay, it's this much. So small, he's saying it's a very, 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 very small amount. Gotcha. All right, blockchain has many use cases just like the internet. We'll get more into the Ethereum blockchain, which is what the Ether cryptocurrency runs on, as well as any other ERC-20 token, which, if I'm not mistaken, is Ethereum request for, what is it, Ethereum request for command, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. So I'm, No, I'm not. And the um, code is 20, or the, uh, what was it? Let me see, erc Let's see. Just to give a basic example, what an ERC20 token is. Okay, Ethereum request for comments. That's what it is. Ethereum request for comments, and 20 stands for the unique ID number to distinguish this standard from others. Because you do have other ERC tokens, you know, but we'll, we'll be speaking on the ERC20 token as of right now. So let's get back into solving our main problem of how to create money. And they also, just to put it out there, they do have a. Um, <laughs> a uh, advertisement here saying, "Do you know you can buy gold on the Ethereum blockchain? Yes, real gold." And they're telling you to check out Digix or DGX, which for those that may be listening in, I do have a couple of earlier videos. You can um, go look for the tokenization of gold on this podcast series, and you'll get a more in-depth look of what Digix or DGX is. In this article, we're going to focus on Ethereum as an asset slash collateral to deposit and to create funding financing in the form of DAI. Now, what's special on the Ethereum blockchain? Anyone can create the smart contract, which is a piece of code which is deployed on the blockchain. So it's immutable. And I want to stop and go over this word here as I believe anytime we encounter a word that we may not be familiar with, I want to actually look that word up so we can get a basic understanding of the words that we're using. Unchanging over time or unable to be changed. So anytime you see the word immutable, always remember, it means unchanging, unable to be changed. So, it's an unchanged, unchanging code or contract and we'll do exactly as it says. Just to give a simple explanation in the real world case of what a smart contract could be like, we'll use a vending machine, for instance, right? There's no teller. There's no middleman. It is just a smart contract that gives you the option, if this, then that. If you want this, then give that up. If you want the pop, the chips, the candy, the cookies, you type in the numbered um, connection to that cookie, A4, I6, whatever the case may be, put in the needed amount of uh, financial measurement being the Federal Reserve note and however many uh, coin monies you have to put in there and then it will give you the, uh, the item that you quote unquote paid for real simple smart contract if this then that um, imagine a smart contract which does all the things I mentioned above from depositing ETH to get the loan in a stable coin which is equivalent to one dollar and the loan you'll get will be newly made coins. They will get minted out of thin air. And when you pay the loan, it burns it out of existence. Meaning, anytime we collateralize gold, i.e. Ethereum, 
in this banking protocol, we're able to issue and print or mint USD in this sense, die. So think of the old system, new money matrix, right? This will give everyone the power to take a loan by depositing their assets or digital assets without the need of a bank, creating currencies without the need of government, and enabling the whole new era of giving the power of government, basically sovereignty, centralized organization to every person globally. This is some heavy stuff, family. Some heavy stuff. I've not gone into too many technical details, assuming many of the readers are a noob or a newbie or somebody new to this space, to blockchain. But curious people can always check out MakerDAO. Like I said, that's the actual protocol that allows for the collateralized debt position or the collateralization of the digital asset to be locked in. And then the issuance of the die dollars, the minting, the printing to be given out or be put in your hands. Now, when we will, when will we possibly be able to do this? Create currency. What if I say now? I minted around 75, no, excuse me. I minted around 715 DAI by locking in 12 Ethereum as collateral on Instadap myself. Now, I've spent all that 715 and I have no idea who has my money. And now, whenever I want my collateral back, I just have to pay my debt with the interest. That's all, no government, no bank. Anyone with Ethereum can create die without any permission. Now, I'm going to go back and read this again. Um, understand that the individual that wrote this is not American and is not from the United States, so I don't think English is their um, first language. I've spent all the 75, and I have no idea who has my money. Hmm. I guess he, I believe he wants to say that those watching may not know who has the money and whenever I want my collateral back. I mean, but basically what he's saying is that he has locked in a certain amount of Ethereum, right? As you can see right here. Um, and at the price, Ethereum's price was $132. So check it out. I'm going to break this down in layman's terms or more simpler for individuals to understand how this works. And I'm going to use gold in the place of Ethereum and dollars in the place of DAI. So here we have, we'll say gold bars. Gold coins. And at the time, each one of these gold coins had the value of $132 a piece. Now, that value does fluctuate with the supply and demand of those gold coins. Now, with this banking protocol that I am utilizing, I am able to take those gold coins, place them in the bank in the form of a smart contract, and within that smart contract, able to issue myself debt in the form of dollars, in the form of uh, cash, USD, or DAI, to myself against that collateral right so what i've done here if locked up 12 gold coins which in total have a value of one thousand five hundred and eighty five dollars and twenty two cents at one hundred and thirty two dollars and two cents a coin and i'm able to issue myself out of that we'll say fifteen hundred roughly a little under half of that giving myself a debt value of seven hundred and fifteen dollars and forty cents now, compared to the value of the collateral, my issued, my debt to collateral ratio is 45.1%. Right? Liquidation price, meaning the value that those coins have to drop in order for this bank to self-liquidate, meaning take out of the coins the $715 that I loan myself so that they do not become um, what, uh, insolvent. The price that the coins would have to drop in order for this bank to liquidate 
is $89.36. So, once again, we have gold, gold coins, 12 gold coins, $132 a piece. I want to, I got a bank, my own bank. I'm able to open up this bank, place my gold in here, and issue myself debt against that gold collateral. I issue myself 715 against the 1500 and I'm under 50% the collateral uh, ratio. He goes on to state, in the near future, you'll be able to create DAI via gold, DGX tokens, right? Pay attention. This is the multi-collateralized debt positions they're speaking on. Bitcoin, or WBTC, which is the Ethereum-based, um, Ethereum um, what's the word I'm looking for, version of Bitcoin. So it, it, it's pegged to the value of Bitcoin, but it's an ERC-20 token, which you're able to utilize on the Ethereum blockchain. Because remember, Bitcoin cannot run on the Ethereum blockchain. Bitcoin can only run on the Bitcoin blockchain. So the many possibilities that you're given within the Ethereum space, you're only able to do with ERC-20 tokens. So um, as of March 19th, the total die has been created is $92,429,142, backed by over 2,165,000, ETH as collateral at $131. And I mean, this was what March nineteenth. Today, Ethereum is one hundred and eighty-two dollars after surging up to three hundred and sixty dollars, losing almost half of its value right now. Though, still one of the most usable, or has one of the most use case cases of the different cryptocurrencies in this space is Ethereum, in my opinion. My opinion, once again. So. What are the three platforms where we create we create DAI? As of now, the three good platforms to use is MakerDAO CD portal, CDP portal, excuse me, InstaDAP, which is built on top of MakerDAO, and Blockboard. Um, let me see. This is the first article in the series of how blockchain is changing our day-to-day. -day. Creating money is one of the many good uses of blockchain, and there are a lot of great projects which are already shaping our future. Just to get into his platform, InstaDAP, InstaDAP is a decentralized bank built on top of the MakerDAO protocol, making it easy for everyone to interact with the blockchain, especially while taking loans. They said that the team's always looking forward to simplify the experience for non-technical and non-financial users. And I think that is key when we head into this new paradigm that we're entering, being the New Money Matrix podcast, excuse me, <laughs> the New Money Matrix um, shout out to the listeners of the podcast, but, um, just being able to interact in a sovereign and private way and in 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 interact in the capacity of the banks without having to utilize the banks, in my opinion, is one step closer to having true power, true financial power and financial freedom. And this individual with the protocol that they've built and are building up is, I mean, in my opinion, leading that way back to a more so decentralized or private sovereign type of government where each individual is able to transact commercially in their own capacity without the use of a third party counterparty or somebody, you know, telling them yes, no to certain actions that they're trying to do. So once again, um, I'm going to be following this brother and the stories that he brings to us just to keep us updated with what's going on in this new money matrix, this new banking paradigm that we're entering. 
Um, I hope that this article was helpful for the listener. I hope that this article was helpful for the listener. If there are any questions, do not hesitate on reaching out. Um, for those that are listening in, um, the Anchor um, app to this podcast, you know that you can leave voice messages straight through the app. I don't know if you can do it on iTunes and Spotify, but I know on Anchor.fm that you can leave voice messages. Um, for those that, are, that will be watching, if I do post this to the Bit Patreon, you know how to get in contact with me. Just leave a message if you got any questions. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is the Bitcoin Block Bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I'm out of here.